Entrepreneur on fire. <clears throat> That's a great way to start. I've done that a million times, buddy. <laughs> this is my first of the day, so I'm still like a little like froggy. So I was like, my voice needs to warm up. So <clears throat> here I think we go. Maybe we should leave that one in. I think we will. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and prepare to ignite. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. LegalZoom provides the support you need to form your business. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but can connect you with an independent attorney. Visit LegalZoom.com and enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout for a special discount. Light that spark, Fire Nation. John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Mike Thomas. Mike, are you prepared to ignite? I am prepared. Yes. Mike, otherwise known as Mike from Maine, is an affiliate marketer who has built up a business from zero to over $10,000 per month simply by helping others promote their products. Mike, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you personally then expound upon the biz. My story, like like most people, is a, is a long one with that I'll, I'll spare you the, the boring details, but the... <laughs> The the crux of my my whole story is that my my brother, who's about four years older than me, he started out doing internet marketing and was making around two hundred to three hundred thousand uh, dollars a year from selling magazines as an affiliate online. So I learned about that back in about two thousand and four that you could actually make money online. That it wasn't something that you just saw on these uh, really like uh, used car salesman sales pages <laughs> and really scammy, like it could actually be done. So at that point, uh, I started uh, delving into it. I started building my own little affiliate websites and uh, I got up to the point where I built a bunch of AdSense websites and I'll tell you a little bit about that in a minute. And also uh, I started my own show where I do daily interviews with uh, entrepreneurs like yourself, but my focus is more on people that are uh, launching products, and as a result of that, I make my income from uh, affiliate commissions. So that's a couple things I do want to touch upon here, Mike. You know, number one is the fact that you are Mike from Maine, and I don't get to talk to many fellow Mainers. And uh, even though it is the way life should be, it's always a pleasure for that. And number two, you know, I really want to kind of get inside of your processes and and how you've been able to put together a daily show because it's kind of. Well, I'm not going to say kind of. It's definitely the number one question that I get is, John, how do you find the time to actually put together not only one but two daily shows now that you've launched Quotes on Fire? And I'd really like, kind of like to get into that productivity side of it as well. But before we get into that, Mike, we here at Entrepreneur on Fire dive right in to the content. And that content is your journey as an entrepreneur. So take us right to the moment that you would consider your worst entrepreneurial moments and tell us that story. John, th- thanks for digging this up with me. It's <laughs> yeah. one of those things that actually it's, it's one of those things that I like to go back to all the time because I've, I've learned the most from, 
from my mistakes and from my failures. And it's really been something that's propelled me along in my journey. So what that mistake was, what that what that worst moment was, is back in 2011, 2012, I was creating AdSense websites purely uh, as a way of of making revenue from them. It wasn't anything about creating value. It wasn't anything about uh, making it so that the the user would come and, and be able to have a good experience and recommend it to their friends and share it on Facebook. None of that. It was just so that people would come, kind of get confused and click on the link. So bad idea there to, <laughs> to start with. I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. But the thing was, it was making me money. So uh, it was making me around $100 per day easily. And I was getting to the point where it was going to start making me anywhere from ten dollars to $20,000 per month. So got to that point, and in September of 2012, one morning I, I woke up, and this is one of those stories that I'm sure a lot of people have heard, uh, either your AdSense account is gone or Google takes uh, away your rankings, and I lost all my, all my rankings mm. pretty much over, overnight. And from that, uh, I, I really learned that building your business on someone else's backyard, building it in a way where just one little change can, can take that all away all at once is just not the way to go. Anyone that's building something just on Facebook, anyone that's building something uh, that, that, can, that you don't have control of, it, it can really be, be dangerous there. So uh, yeah, that was probably my, my worst entrepreneurial moment. But it it led to uh, something even better. So we've all heard of the penguin. We've all heard of not the Pandora. What is it? Panda. Panda. Exactly. You know, we've heard of people absolutely getting wiped out. You know, by just Google updates, which frankly Google is in the business of making their search engines better. And then you're always going to have people that are trying to game the current system in place, and then once that game changes then their whole business model changes. And Mike, I, I love that we did bring you back here because I think it's so valuable for Entrepreneur on Fire listeners right now. You know, People who are thinking about starting a business today, they're thinking about which direction do I want to go? Do I want to chase that quick and potentially easy dollar and literally just a dollar? Or do I want to sacrifice a little bit at the beginning, build a foundation of something special? And you know, you chose the prior route at first. You know, you were chasing after the dream. You were sprinting, I like to call it, after success. Instead of looking at the journey that we're on as a marathon, really building that foundation off of value first, which again, I've been in that boat, not in the online world, but I was sprinting after success my whole life by going to law school, by getting into corporate finance. And it's mm -hmm. really that Albert Einstein quote that I just use as my anchor when I launch Entrepreneur on Fire try not to become a man of success, but rather a man of value that changed everything for me. And I said, I'm going to not sprint after success because it's hollow and it doesn't seem like I ever get to the finish line anyways. I'm instead going to build a business of value. Like, what are your thoughts like on that quote? And like, how has that impacted you recently? I think as an entrepreneur in the beginning of your journey, it, it can be very, very attractive to take easy wins. It can be very attractive to take the easier route uh, because you're, you're, you're trying, you're desperate for some success. You're desperate to whether to, to leave a job that you don't like 
or to to finally achieve some kind of, of success that's that's actually yours that you can lay claim to that that anything that you can get there any any win even if it's a little win is, is so important for your your psychology that it's it's easy to just take that and, and run with it yes. and I think that if I think after that first win, uh, and I see a lot of people that once they've established themselves and and start, uh, they don't have to worry about uh, if I'm going to pay the the mortgage anymore. They don't have to worry about if I'm going to go without food or gas. They can then start focusing less on the money and more on on the value, like you mentioned there. So I don't want to say the value is a, is a luxury, but it's it's something that. Uh, for for a lot of people, it, it it needs to be the the final goal. But if you can if you can make those little wins add up to that value in the end, I think that's going to make all the difference. So here's an interesting statement that I kind of want to touch upon for a second here. And to be honest with you, as I'm kind of chewing over in my mind before I even say it, like I don't know the answer to it, but I'd like to kind of maybe have a quick discussion about it because we've talked in the pre-interview chat, Mike, and in other areas, you know, about the current success you're having and, you know, you're at a great place right now. So my question has to be, do you think the ends justify the means? Now, that's kind of a broad statement, I know, but do you think that getting in there and just rocking it the way that you were doing, learning what you were doing, getting absolutely demolished, and then coming back in a new and different direction, do the ends justify the means? I think that if I hadn't gone through everything that I had gone through before, and I mean, I've been knocked down multiple times. I've had my business taken away even before the AdSense sites when I was relying on uh, Google AdWords traffic. And I, I've had all my eggs in one basket before and, and come out fine on the other end. I think that you need to go through these things uh, in order to, to grow as an entrepreneur. I think it's really easy to get comfortable in what you're doing and to to just kind of relax and start and start getting lazy when you start getting lazy when you start getting complacent that's when you're giving the next person behind you the opportunity to come and take <laughs> away what what you have so it's i mean the reason why I love what I do and I'm I'm in a the the niche that I'm in it's a I'm in, I'm in the internet marketing niche which is a little bit of a dirtier niche that I try to clean up a little bit but uh, in there, I, I do my best to to come in and provide that value and and clean it up. And it's from 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 having all the experiences that I had before and have seen what I've seen. I think it gives me a unique perspective. So if you could give a one sentence, like 15 seconds piece of advice to the Mike from me when you first started, what would that be? Instead of trying to create tons and tons of little assets to focus on one asset and put a lot of value into it. Instead of trying to create 750 AdSense sites uh, that have no value, (laughs) create one really great site, put all that you have into it, and then uh, don't necessarily focus on the money at first. Uh, Focus on providing value first, and then uh, the money will come after. That's one thing that that I've learned the hard way, and it's uh, something that I, I focus on every day. How can I help the end user? How can I help uh, the person that's coming to my website to to find their way in this in this world? 
Fire Nation, I love this advice. You know, it's that go one inch wide and go one mile deep. And if that one mile deep is in an area that you're actually passionate about, I mean, how exciting is it going to be to be able to wake up every single morning knowing that you are just putting all of your energy, all of your focus, all of your drive and commitment into that one thing? Love that, Mike. And let's shift now. We're going to stay on your journey as an entrepreneur, but this time we're going to talk about an aha moment. And I want you to take us there. Just like, you know, I felt like I was there with you the moment you woke up that morning and found that all of your 750 AdSense sites, you know, had pretty much disappeared from the interwebs as we know it. What was that light bulb that went off? Take us through that journey. It was about the time, uh, right a little before all my AdSense sites got got taken away, <laughs> that I started I started thinking to myself, okay, I, I got all my eggs in one basket. And I need to start doing something else. I considered doing a podcast. Uh, I then uh, came across someone, David Seitman Garland, yeah. who I, I believe that you you know, uh, who was putting out a product about doing video interviews over over Skype, and it was at that time that I I. I saw the interview that he did with Corbett Barr and they were talking about the value of doing interviews and how you can create content from it and how you can make money from whether it's affiliate commissions or from advertising. And I was just like blown away by it. I was like, this is exactly what I want to do. I want to go and pick the brains of all the people that I've been following and I don't have the money to pay them to do it. Like I can't go out there and pay these exorbitant coaching fees uh, but I can reach out to them and do an interview with them for free. And I, and this is obviously not a, not a foreign concept for, <laughs> for you here. So I, I started doing that. I started reaching out to them. I had no idea what I was doing. My direction was always oh, all over the place. But it was about probably a year after, after doing it, after getting started. And, and I just got started. I didn't, I didn't wait. I, I just went in and I started doing it. And what year is that, this about, Mike? This is 2012. Okay, cool. So uh, it was about September of 2012. Oh, and that was the month I launched. Yeah, yeah. So it was like that time, I remember doing an interview with you at that time. I didn't yeah. know what I was doing. <laughs> we, neither one of us did. We just jumped on Skype and we were like, um, how does my hair look? And you're like, yeah, you like, don't let's, have much let's hair. Talk about, let's talk about something here. <laughs> So I, I, as far as an aha moment goes, I mean, that, that was a pretty big one for me. And then I started um, focusing more instead of just doing random interviews with all these different people right. that, that I was, that I was interested in. I, I started focusing more in, uh, in video marketing, in list building, in sales. And in, in I mean, now that doesn't sound too focused. I can still keep focusing as I go along, but I, I started really just nailing it down, starting to to do interviews with these types of people, and it's I've, I've never want to look back. I mean, I've I've gone from doing two thousand dollars a month in affiliate commissions to now uh, had my best month in in December, where I had a, a product launch in November. Actually, it was November. Sorry, where I did approximately fifty thousand dollars from from all of that. So it's it's been. An amazing journey, and that fifty thousand dollar number that I throw out there—that's don't let that that scare you. If you go back and look at all my income reports, I also do income reports as you do. Um, you'll see that I had months where I had losses. I made like five hundred dollars a month. It's been a it's been a long journey, but uh, I I've loved it. It's a roller coaster, baby. That's what we're on yeah. Fire Nation. That's the ticket that we've purchased. That's the. Uh 
you know, that's the fun of it in a lot of ways and also the terrifying drops of it as well. And I think that a quote from Jim Rohn really sums up a lot of what you're getting at here, Mike. And his quote is, formal education will make you a living. Self-education will make you a fortune. Now, Fire Nation, I want you to think about that and absorb that for a second because what you're doing right now by listening to my voice and Mike's voice is you are self-educating yourself. So congratulations, keep doing it. You're on your way to making your fortune, no doubt. And that's exactly what Mike decided to do. He didn't have the actual dollars and cents to go out and hire somebody to, to coach him for tens of thousands of dollars a month potentially, but he did have the opportunity to build a platform, however rudimentary it was, as both of ours were when we first started, and self-educate himself by bringing these people that he admired onto his show and learn from them, ask them the questions that he wanted to hear and then share that with the world. And you know that's exactly what we're still doing here today on Entrepreneur on Fire, 800 in 41 episodes later. And Mike, what I love, what you really bring up and we're talking about here, we had our first interview together about two and a half years ago almost now, is the relationships that are built with these interviews, with actually being in this space, with building platforms, that is absolutely critical. That's my biggest takeaway. And Mike, I would love for you in just one sentence, what do you want Fire Nation to take away from this aha moment point in your life? You're not in this on your own, that you need to go out there and and reach out to other people, that there are people out there that are willing to help you. You might think that they're way above you and that they'll never speak to you and that they'll never they'll, they'll never answer you but uh you are in this with with so many other people don't don't be shy reach out don't be shy that's one thing i've never been blamed of being mike which probably helped at the beginning when tim ferris was like who's this dude that's asking me to be on his show whatever i got a book to promote i'm going to do it and i was like yes mm-hmm. so mike let's talk about the 60 second questions that I've created for you. These are five questions and, you know, I don't want you to feel like it's the lightning round because we're not there yet, but I don't want you to feel like this is also a stage to kind of rabble on about. I want to get specific. I want to be succinct here. And the question that I want to talk about first is ideally, now this is in an ideal week or day in your life. What are the first 60 minutes of that day look like? It's a little bit different for me since I'm living over in Europe. The mic from Maine thing is a little deceiving, but I'm in Istanbul. You are from the, Maine, but you're in Istanbul. I'm from Maine, but I'm in Istanbul. So I'm seven hours ahead of the East Coast. So for me, my day starts a little later uh, and I, I stay up a little bit later at night. But the first things that I do, and I know everyone says, don't do it. I check my emails when I wake up I'm in the, the morning. I'm the same way. I ain't going to lie. I do it. And I'm, I, I think that to, to try to make some kind of uh, utopian view of, of what I do here is, is not fair for people getting started. I wake up, I check my emails, I check my the money that's come in over right. the night. And that's what gets I, me out of bed, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it, that keeps me that keeps me going. And I prep for my my daily review video and interview that I do for the day. So I just check out, see what's going on. 
and and just get ready for the day. I think that's that's the most important thing. You've got that that one day there. Uh, if you don't utilize it, it's going to be gone. So just prepare for that one day and take uh, out of it as much as you can. So true. And hey, you know, I wish I could say that I don't check my email first thing. And, and maybe I'll get to a place where I don't. But right now, it's like if I'm doing another task and I know that there's about 40 emails in my inbox some of which potentially have kind of mission-critical items that I need to respond to, to to allow people, my independent contractors, my VAs, to, to move the ball forward. You know, I need to, to take those emails. And so, you know, there's no perfect answer to this, but it is always a work in progress. And that's what I love how you're sharing. Let me just say this, John, that I think that the reason why People give the advice like don't check your email in the morning is because they say you don't want to be reactive to what other people are are kind of telling you that you need to do. You need to do what you need to do and then find out what other people need from you there. But for for me and my business, like we're we're in the relationship business. We've got so many different people that we need to respond to that are waiting on us. And I think if you you have your priorities straight and you you know what you're going to be doing for the day, you've got that plan. Then if, if you do it the right way, you can still uh, attack your email quickly. Don't get caught up in it, but get it done and, and move on. Love it. Mike, what is your biggest strength as an entrepreneur? Definitely consistency and perse- perseverance in the fact that I've been knocked down over and over again uh, in my in my journey. And uh, I keep on I keep on coming back and I get up every day and I do it over and over and over again. And real quick, I, we said we were going to touch upon this, so let's touch upon it ever so quickly. How do you do a daily podcast? People think that it's a ton of work. But after a while, though, I'm, it's, it doesn't feel like work to me. Like, I don't get up in the morning, John, and go, oh, crap, I need to go and do, do my work now. This sucks. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Like, I get up, I get my coffee, I, check, I do my whole morning ritual, and... I, I attack my day, so it, it's not a it's not a chore for me. I I was just talking to you about how I was in the states over Christmas, and I was actually away from my business for about two weeks. And when I got back to it, I was excited wow. to get back to That's it. So cool. how do I how do I do it every day? I have got my calendar set up here where I just make sure that I've got everything on there so that I can have all my interviews set up. I know uh, about a week in advance. Uh, who I'm going to be interviewing and uh, what I'm going to be doing there. I've got my Evernote set up. So I've got my templates for things that I need to, for different emails that I need to send people. I use Facebook and Skype in order to communicate uh, with them. It's, it's, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm, con- I'm in contact with my computer for, for a bulk of the day. But uh, like I said, it's, it's not, it's not really work for me. It's not a, it's not a chore. I'm all about the batching. For me, Tuesdays, I do wake up and I'm looking forward to the day. You know, I'm getting to talk with eight inspiring entrepreneurs and that's how I look at it. This is a conversation and I'll be frank, like it wasn't always that way because I wasn't comfortable behind the mic. I wasn't a good host. I wasn't a good interviewer for a really long time. You know, I got slightly better every single interview that I did. And now here we are 841 episodes later, I really can just kick back and enjoy the conversation that we're having. And that makes all the difference in the world. So Fire Nation, if you want to be, do. You just have to actually do it. Mike, what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I don't think that I'm aggressive enough when it comes to asking for things and uh, like for for 
when I, I'll do someone else a favor and I won't expect anything in return. I won't expect that reciprocity. But I think at the same time, I feel like I'm in a job interview where I'm going to take my <laughs> negative and turn it into a positive. Uh, I feel like at the same time that that has been an advantage for me because people know that when I when I do them a favor, when I do an interview with them, when I when I do reach out, that it's not just that I want them to support me later on in the future. I don't expect that from them uh, so that it doesn't have that kind of sleazy feeling about it. So that would, yeah, that would be turning it into a positive. Well, I love that word you brought up, reciprocity. It's such a powerful word. And Fire Nation, when you can really figure out how to use that word the right way to your advantage, it can really pay you massive dividends. Mike, what's one habit that you wish you had? I wish that I could get my butt out of bed in the morning <laughs> And I, I always hear about these people that are getting up at 5 a.m. and then going That's to the me. gym and they're like superheroes. They're, I don't know how they do it. They're these super entrepreneurs. And I would bet, John, and I'm sure you, you have firsthand experience here. And I'm not sure if everyone's honest about this. Like <laughs> once you get on the show, you have to, oh, I, I have all my planning done all day long. <laughs> like B, I call BS on that. I think a lot of people uh, have they have to be organized to a point. But I, I doubt that, that everyone is, is that, no as, as organized as you think they are. No way. And that's why I really make people share that failure story with mm-hmm. transparency at the beginning, just because I don't want them to think they're going to get away with coming across as the perfect entrepreneur. I want them to share a time when they were anything but. And that's why I've even kind of changed the language recently to make it worst. I want your worst moment when you were exposed you know, to the world at just your worst moment. And, and that's really important. So I couldn't agree with you more there. You know, for me, you know, I am an early riser, but hey, I am mentally and physically shutting down at around 6 p.m. You know, Mm. when some people like yourself, potentially, you know, saying that you work later sometimes are kicking things into high gear. So, you know, that's not always just the the exact answers like, oh, when you wake up at 5 a.m., you're going to be so much more productive. Like, no, like I'm you know, Mr. Unproductive between 6 p.m. and 5 a.m. when some people are crushing it from like 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. And Mike, I want you to take a second, step back, share with us the one thing that has you most fired up right now. One word, webinars. Oh! I am, I am freaking pumped up about webinars. This is something that's really new for me. Um, because I had my product launch in, in November, it was a low price product. It was one of those little $7 products that was a, just to, to introduce people into my world uh, and to, uh, as a way of, of showing them that I really know what I'm doing. But that product that I did made me around $15,000 in profit, that little, that little product that was $7. However, from the webinar that I did on the back end, I was able to make an extra $24,000 in that, in that month. So 15,000 from the little, from the little product on the, on the front end, and then 24,000 from a webinar, one webinar, 24,000 worth it. (laughs) Mike, you know that you are preaching to the preacher, my friends. I mean, (laughs) I did 60 live webinars in 2014 alone, and I'm not going to be stopping. I've definitely added the automation factor of webinars as well, and I love that part of it. But there's nothing that beats webinars, either live or recorded or automated or streaming, however you want to go about it. 
I personally will always be in love with a live webinar, that intimate connection, being able to actually get out there, reach out and, and answer questions to people that are attending live, remove some barriers that might be holding them back from that yes line. You know, that event kind of feel that a webinar is, is so fun as well. I mean, you know how passionate I am about this, Mike. I mean, I created the webinar course, um, which is completely free that just teaches people in 10 days how to do what you and I do so successfully on webinars. And I mean, what's your number one favorite thing about being live on a webinar? What we do here with, with you and your podcast, me with my, with my video interviews is that it's, you record it, you put it out there, and it's it's there forever, and that's fine, but it doesn't have that electricity that so a webinar true. has. And you and I right now, like we both know that thousands of people are going to be listening yes. to this. But if if you put that live factor in that people are listening to it right now, as as we are as we are talking, <laughs> like your your nerves go up and you you get that little bit little bit more nervous. And I think even after you've done it a bunch of times, you still have that 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 nervousness. That it's good actually because it makes you uh, it makes you excited. It makes you want to provide great value in it. So yeah, I think that electricity and that ability to to really connect to to your audience. You've got the people that you've maybe gotten emails from before or they've shared your stuff on Facebook or, or tweeted your stuff and you've seen their names. Now they're finally interacting with you and you can really figure out uh, what, like, if, is your offer good? Is your training good? What's missing? It's instant feedback on what you're doing and it's one of the most valuable things that I've ever added into my business and I'm going to be doing a ton more of them in 2015. Webinars, Fire Nation, that electricity is real. That's why I love using the phrase, Mike, we're in the same space, time, continuum right now because I want them to know like I'm in live with them. I'm here. I'm, I'm chatting. You know, I'm spending my day with them in a way. And it's really cool to kind of have that feel, that vibe. And Mike, we still have a lot more to go. We are about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. One of the biggest struggles we come across as entrepreneurs is being able to find the personalized attention we need when it comes to making sure our family and our business are legally taken care of so that we can focus our attention on actually helping our business grow. Protecting your family starts with creating a will or living trust. There's no easier way to make sure your family is legally taken care of. And ensuring your business is taken care of starts with taking control of your financial affairs. LegalZoom can help you with both. Proven by the more than 10 years they've been helping millions of people get the personalized attention they need. And if you'd like more help, they can connect you with an independent attorney in most states, but they're not a law firm. This month, you can save even more by entering FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Don't let another year pass you by before getting your life organized. For legal help you can count on for your family or small business, go to LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use 
use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Mike, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? I'm ready. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The thing that was holding me back from being an entrepreneur is definitely a misconception that business meant corporate. That sense of it being a corporate entity, of it being sued and tie, that turned me off from it. And I learned later on that being an entrepreneur actually could mean the opposite of that. You can do what you want, still be in business, but not have to be in that in that corporate uh, kind of empire that so turned me off when I was when I was uh, a younger entrepreneur. A youngin. What is yeah. the best advice you've ever received? Definitely. If you don't ask for it, you'll never get it. Share one of your personal habits that you actually do have, Mike, that you believe contributes to your success. I get up every morning. I do the work. Even if I don't want to do it, I put up my interview. I do my review videos. Even when I'm sick, even when it's obvious that when I'm recording that I, I have a cold or um, it's, it's three o'clock in the morning and I need to get it done. And my wife is sitting, is sleeping next to me and it's, yeah, I, I, I still get the work done. It's not like, Oh, whatever. Uh, I can, it doesn't matter if I do this, I do that work and it's, it's going to get done, um, rain or snow or whatever. It's going to get done. <laughs> Do the work, Fire Nation, a great book by Stephen Pressfield, and just a great mantra to live by because you're not always going to feel like doing it. But Mike, when you mentioned that sometimes you, you have these interviews, even when you have a cold, let me tell you, Fire Nation, your audience will resonate with that. They'll be like, I'm so stoked that Mike is sniffling and hacking up a storm and he's still delivering me this content. Believe me, that is what podcasting, that is what connecting with an audience is all about. And Mike, do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? One thing that, that I really am, am enjoying right now for my, for my business is something called Thrive Content Builder. It's a plugin that you can use on your, your WordPress website that makes it really easy to make sales pages. You can make opt-in pages, tons of stuff that's really made it easy to just put up these really nice looking sales pages quickly. Uh, and it's really affordable. Thrive Content Builder. Love yep. that. I'm definitely going to check it, that I out. I use it every day, John, for, for my interviews and my reviews. I just have templates that I can just click a little button and my template comes up oh, and cool. it just makes it easy to just fill things out. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to use that. <laughs> Mike, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? This is something that I, I thought about a, a lot. And one of the books that has affected my life the most is is Walden by Henry David 
Thoreau. I read that book when I was probably 13 years old, and I've read it two or three more times since then. Uh, it's all about simplifying your life and not overcomplicating things. I think that as an entrepreneur, we get bombarded with tools and all, all these different things that people say you need to do and with building a huge business. I don't want that. I want something that's simple, that's easy to manage, that's not going to cause stress in my life, that's going to just be simple to run, simple to do, and yeah, not very complicated. No, not at all. It's the lack of being materialistic. That's a powerful theme. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so I have teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Mike, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? It's funny because I've, I've kind of been in this experience, <laughs> in this situation before. But um, yeah, I, I thought about this. And I mean, the, the thing that I would do the first day, what I would do is I'd start looking at what other people, other successful people were doing. Uh, and the things, not just successful people in general, like there's tons of successful people out there, but the ones that really interested you, like the ones that you wanted to be like, that you wanted to emulate, uh, that their business models were, were very attractive to you. So no need to reinvent the wheel on that one. So once you figure out what you want to be doing on day two, I'd spend that $500 on just setting up a basic website and an email list. I'd probably go and pick up lead pages as well as it's a tool that I love and use. On day three, I'd reach out to at least 10 people that I wanted to learn from and ask to do an interview with them. Uh, now that you've got that website set up, you can point a link to that website and say, look, I've got this set up. It makes you look more professional and it's going to make it more likely that they're going to answer you. Day four, when I start getting responses and out of 10 people, you should get at least three to four responses yeah. from them. I then record an interview with them and with their permission, repackage the interview into a low cost information product. Day five, I would reach out to other people in the same niche that you're in, whether it's the internet marketing niche, whether you are in the flower growing niche, whatever, and ask them if they'd like to put a free lead opt-in spot on the back end, back end of the product. So ask them if they want to put a link to uh, a squeeze page of theirs where you can offer them free buyer leads from your product to join their email list. Day six, I would go and I would launch that product uh, and I would ask the people that I had given the bonus spots if they're interested in promoting and the person that I did the interview with. Day seven, I would use webinars to sell coaching with the interviewee or any kind of high ticket products that they have on the back end and earn a commission from that. That's what I would do. Your mentor, Fire Nation, needs to be someone who is where you want to be. And that's either a mentor that you have directly or 
someone that you're just learning from indirectly. And Mike, you just laid out a seven-day startup plan. I love it, Fire Nation. And let's end it today on fire with you sharing just one parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. If you're just getting started and you're out there just going and, and, and you're listening to great podcasts like this and you're consuming information products, maybe you're interested, interested in doing webinars and you pick up John's course or whatever, do that. Get that information, but then take action on what you're learning and start making mistakes. Start doing it. Just know that you're going to know that what you put out there in the beginning is probably, and when I say probably, definitely not going to be the best thing that when you look back a year from now, you're probably going to laugh at yourself. But just take that initial step, take action on it and, and create something. You're going to learn more from doing than you are from just consuming the information. And eventually you might even be on, on John's show here. Um, and as far as where people can reach me, of course, I've got my website, mikefrommaine.com. Uh, if you're interested in checking out my interviews and reviews, would love to have you over there. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Mike and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Mike in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And Mike, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, my friend, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. What if you could manage your biggest projects and communities with your team in real time, all in a single place? No more emails back and forth and no more confusion around your most important due dates. Trello is the app that lets you organize anything with anyone. See everything you've got going on in a calendar view, plus customize your dashboard and your categories. It's all super simple with Trello. Check out Trello for free today by visiting trello.com slash fire. That's Trello.com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Also, if you're an entrepreneur who's prepared to ignite, visit thefirepath.com where your passion and our guidance unite. See you there.